For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. E.D. Yo. Man. So my man, man Trey Lance got a tour of the facility. Heard he's out there working out. He's just, he's getting ingrained into the, the culture. Well, that's his job. It is his job now. And this is our job. This is the Believe in 49ers <laughs> podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, a lot of Trey Lance to get to on this show. Uh, he had an article that came out written by our buddy Adam Meyer over at NFL.com. Uh, Adam was able to get an exclusive with uh, Trey, and, and he has some interesting comments. We're going to pour into that uh, a little bit. Always, we want to remind you to feel free to get involved in the show. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at our Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And also on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. And as always, we are. Presented by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts he is super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock um so let's just get right into it ed uh a lot of a lot of interesting stuff came out of this this article um that 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 i found and uh well first of all i mean lance said you know it, it was sort of 50 50 um in terms of you know whether he'd be the guy or not he wasn't sure apparently his agent felt like if, if he was going to be the guy they, sh- they should have known like days prior to but that didn't happen and he found out basically when the rest of us found out um maybe a little <laughs> maybe a little bit before you know he got that phone call a couple seconds before but i mean essentially you know at, at the time of the draft he found out he was going to be the guy but as far as how he relates uh as far as how he translates to the next level and, and, and how he fits into Kyle Shanahan's offense. Um, he said something something interesting. Here's a quote from him in, in, in Maya's article. Uh, he said, I think Coach Shanahan gets put in a box a little bit. I think he can do so many different things, and this organization can do so many different things offensively, not only scheme-wise, but just the weapons that they have. Um, Coach Shanahan can make this offense look however he wants it to look, and I trust him and his football mind. It's one of the best. So – um, so he, he's super excited, he says, to be a part of, of this system. He says he thinks Kyle Shanahan gets put in a box a little bit. Do you do you believe that? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know what he says, why he believes that Kyle gets put into a box. I mean, Kyle is widely considered one of the one of the most brilliant offensive minds in the game. So, well, I mean, well let me let me preface it. Let me let me go back there a little bit. I, I think. Primarily, and I guess the setup here, and here I am burying the lead. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, it was obviously was it was a lot of talk about um, a lot of talk about Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones, the pro- uh-huh. prototypical you know pocket passer. Um, 
you know, Shanahan's worked with all these pocket passers throughout his career, right? And and yes, yeah, there, there's yeah. there's RG three as well. Um, you know, who who gets thrown into the mix, but pri- primarily, you know, pocket passers. And here's here even even if you throw RG three in that mix in terms of being an athletic type of guy, the, the uh, Trey is different, right? Six four, two hundred twenty five pounds. Yeah, um, bigger. That, that's yeah. A, that's that's a different kind of guy. And so, um, I think. I I think what he's getting to here is like like people haven't really seen this type of quarterback in Shanahan's offenses. Oh well, he's never had an opportunity to coach that type of quarterback. Yeah, um, he did. He, I mean, you had RG three, and it's the, it really it's the same. You're looking at it's just a bigger body, but you had the athleticism. And I told you before when we were going through all of this, you think about what he saw with his dad up in Denver. Yeah, John Elway. Yeah, jo- John Elway. Um, is one of the best athletes to ever play the quarterback position. He was able, he was able, the game was different. He didn't, you know, they did nobody ran the read option and all of these things. Wasn't it John couldn't, uh, but that's just not how it was. But Shanahan, um, Kyle Shanahan saw his dad win two Super Bowls with um, a strong arm, big bodied athletic quarterback. And uh, so it doesn't shock me that he's doing it. So the box, so I get what you're saying. The box that, that he may, uh, pe- that people may possibly put him in is that he wants this drop back passer. Yeah, you want a drop back passer. You want a guy that can drop back and get it done. But remember, the guys that I pointed out with Steve Young, John Elway, those were the quarterbacks that he saw his dad's offense win Super Bowls with. Neither one of those guys were unathletic. So I so uh, if that's the box that he's talking about, that everyone assumes that he doesn't want that. Uh, yeah, I, I can see. That's why I wanted to draft because as I, as I said before, I wanted in this draft that was going to let us know if he thought it was all about the system or if he really truly believed that um, supreme talent can take you to different places. And and I think he he leans on the side of the talent. The system is going to be there. The coaching is going to be there. Um, you can't manufacture the talent. Yeah, and but in in terms of you know so many different things that that he can be able to do in this offense, um, I mean, you would imagine right we're we're going to see some of that stuff right, some of the zone read type stuff, um, some of the things that that'll be able to to allow Lance to use his legs as a weapon as as opposed to you know continuing to see the things that we've seen the last few years with Jimmy, right? I mean, that, that's got to be the evolution, you would assume, right? Or, or... I don't think you're going to see a lot of the zone read type stuff. I, it may be a play here or there, like you see with Allen up in Buffalo, but I don't think you're going to see a lot of that. I don't, I don't expect to see him running the ball 15 times a game. I just don't, because you know what they call guys who do that? Running backs. And you know what happens to running backs? They, they have hurt. short careers. Yeah. They get hurt. I get her, I, I, you know, I, I mean, that's what we talk about Raheem all the time. You know, radio can't see, you can't stay healthy. He's a running back. Running backs get big people falling on them all the time. Um, and you're going to get injured at the running back position. So that I don't see that. I think Kyle's offense is going to be run the exact same way that it's run. Um, but you have someone now that you don't have to dial a play up for. If it's not there, you have a, you have now someone who's capable of ad living, you got somebody who can take somebody off the dribble, and that's it's always great when you can isolate somebody and you don't have to design a play and you can let him take somebody off the dribble because he can get his and own shot, right? Yeah, he, he yeah, can he, he can shot. create, yeah, he can create his own shot. 
um, when everything else breaks down. So that's the element that I think he brings to, to the table right now. And um, that's what I look at. And it's actually, it's a, it's, if you really look at it, it's the best case scenario for the um, for Kyle and for John Lynch. Uh, because you have, and I'm, and I'm, it, we'll see how it plays out. I, I, I tweeted it a long time ago. It's already out there. It, it's on wax. Where I said, now you have an opportunity for Jimmy Garoppolo to play for a couple of years, and then they move on from him. I don't, I don't expect Trey Lance to come in and play. If he, you, I said before, last pot. If he, if he gets it, if he picks it up, if he, if he has everything, if it's close. You turn it over. You reset. Um, but they've already said it. Jimmy's our guy. Jimmy's a starter. There's no pressure to put him out there. They're, they're not even trying to build the expectation of him playing. They're not trying to say that there's a competition. As a matter of fact, he said there is no competition. He's not remotely ready to compete with Jimmy. Jimmy's the better quarterback. So now you get to keep Jimmy. You get to have the future sitting back there, and no one's going to pressure you. Oh, it's the best case. So if Jimmy works out, great. If Jimmy wins the Super Bowl, great, perfect. You let Jimmy play. If Jimmy doesn't, hey, the heir apparent is on his way, and nobody's freaking out because you're saying, we got the project. We got the one and done. Unlike Mac Jones, who was pro-ready and ready to go, there's no expectation of anyone for him to be out there on the field, not even from the fan base, you know, it's, it's the best case scenario, man. Yeah. And, and, and Trey Lance willing to wait apparently, right? Like he's not coming in. He's, well, he he's, no he's saying, he's saying, he's saying all the right things though, right? Like he's not coming in yeah, and saying, hey, look, well, I expect to be the well, day one starter, this, that, and the other. Well, um, he has no choice. He, Trey Lance has no choice, but to sit and wait because Trey Lance has a guy in front of him that won a Super Bowl. I mean, that took a team to a, took Super a team to the Super Bowl. Now about that guy that took the team to the Super Bowl. Um, among the first texts, <laughs> I know how you love this this topic, Ed. Among the yeah, first, right. um, among the first texts that Trey Lance received, uh, was from Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy was one of the first to reach out to Trey after after he was drafted uh, to the Niners. Um, what wh- what does that say to you? Um, that he had his phone number. <laughs> How did he get his phone uh, number? Uh, other, other, <laughs> other, other, other than that, other than that, you know, it tells nothing. I mean, it. I don't. I don't. I. I. In no way do I expect. And I said it before. I didn't think Jimmy was gonna in any way be bothered. You know, I said that Jimmy. I. I didn't think he was gonna freak out or be bothered by them drafting someone. That's the business. You don't concern yourself with that. Every. It happens all the time. All you can do is take care of what you put on film. You don't lose a job. Jimmy can't lose his job. Jimmy will be the quarterback of the 49ers until they decide to give somebody else a chance, just like they gave him a chance. I mean, that, that was just that Jimmy, Jimmy was the backup that they decided to give a chance to be a starter. All you can do is go and play. So um, this is someone coming to the room. He's a high draft pick. Uh, you know, when I got drafted, the guys didn't call me. They didn't have my number. We didn't have cell phones back then. But as soon as I came to um, San Francisco, Ronnie Lott grabbed me, and he was like, where you go, I go. Eric Wright, um, Chet Brooks, they just took me under their wing, and, and I, I guess that was my phone call. When I got to town, they were like, you hang with us. 
So it's the same thing. You're the new guy on the block. We're going to bring you in and we're going to show you how we do it. And that's what they did. And that's exactly how it was. We're going to, we're going to show you what it means to be a Niner. I, I think there so I, there's something there yeah. to – I mean, they're both small school guys, right, FCS guys. Um, yep. So there, there's, there's somewhat of a bond there. But um, I think as far as Jimmy – now, there's something to that, but I, I think as far as Jimmy just being being open to, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't want to say it's rare, but like we have seen or we have heard situations in which you know the new guy comes in and you know the old guy really doesn't want to have anything to do with him, right? So it, it, it's not. Yeah, you've seen that, but this is the thing: it's not rare when you're dealing with a pro. You know, I've said this. You know, I've told you before. A pro's job is to teach the next guy how to take his job. A real pro will do that because he understands there's nothing he can do about it. He doesn't determine who plays. Jimmy's been the been the guy drafted, and you have a guy, a, a, a solid guy in front of you. And all you can do is come in and do your job and learn from that guy. And there's nothing else that, that's there. Jimmy, Jimmy understands that Jimmy's been in the league long enough and he's been a part of a good organization where he's seen the, the, the guy in front of him do his job. So if anyone is equipped to handle this at the quarterback position, it's Jimmy because Jimmy knows he came in wanting to play. He had always played in high school and college. He'd always been there. He'd always been the guy in the huddle. He came in and took over as a freshman in the eighth game of the season and did the job. So the expectation of Jimmy was not to come in and be the backup. His expectations were to come in and play. But you know what? He saw the guy in front of him do his job, work, continue to get better, continue to win, and there was nothing Jimmy could do about it. So I would imagine that education showed him that all I have to do is go in and perform, and I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. So – so, so is that more about the player or the program? Because I, I've heard you mention before that you know you you you, you when you were in the colors, right? There there were there yeah. were there were guys that you're like, look, I I got to train you to take my spot, essentially, right? Like I got to get you ready. Um, yeah. and and that was a part of the culture, right? That that yes. that 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 you I did grew, the same thing to the yeah, next guy. That you yeah. that you grew. That's part of the culture that you grew up learning, right? So, is it more so about the culture, or is it more so about the player? Right, like, like, had, um, was that learned by you once you got to the bay, or was that something that you think would have came naturally to you? Like everything else, it's nature and nurture. It's nature and nurture. It's a part of the program, but it's also the individual, um, because there are guys that were in the program. There were Niners that I know that elsewhere um, that wouldn't do it. I, I mean, I, I know for a fact, and I'm gonna call them out because I, I have, I got the receipts from the guys that did it. Tim McHire was a player that he played for the Niners. So the culture wasn't that way. But I know when Tim McHire left, um, I know guys that I went to the Panthers after he, um, when he was gone, like I messaged, you know, Tim talked all this trash about me, but I told him, I was like, all, all I, he, he would, <laughs> when I went to the Panthers, he was like, they have a bunch of bums um, in the secondary. <laughs> that was a comment he made to the local paper. And they asked me about it. And I said, well, I said, I don't know. You can't, I said, I've never played with Tim. So I don't know what he mean by bums. You'd have to ask him. I said because all, I said every time I come to Tim, I come to town. Tim leaves. I said because they traded him and drafted me with the pick they you they got to trade him. And I said and then when I came to the Panthers, the Panthers released him and signed me as a free agent. I said so I, I've never been in the same town with him, but 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 Tim 
Tim didn't Tyrone Poole was in his second year when I got there. He played with Tim his first year. Tim was a Niner. Tim was drafted by the Niners, won two Super Bowls with the Niners. Tyrone told me himself that Tim literally would tell him things that were wrong. He would tell him incorrect techniques, incorrect information. Like a real-life sabotage? Um, um, and, and the only reason you would do that is if you worry about someone one-upping you. Yeah. So, that, so that's why I say it's nature and nurture. It's, it's, it's a part of the culture where you want to have that, but it's also the individual, how that individual views it. And I have just said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Jimmy. I, the guy learned he's been a good player. He, he's been a part of a good organization. He's done nothing but handle things the correct way. I don't know why all of a sudden people would assume that Jimmy is going to freak out and become this different person. He's, he's, he's never been anything but a pro. And, and, and I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he would continue to do so. Um, because even as, as a pro, you know, if someone is better, you know it. Yeah. You know, you know, if somebody can perform, you're not going to be delusional. You're going to want to play. You're going to want to do your thing. But Jimmy knows that's all he can do is do his thing. If he's not performing, he knows the next guy's going to get get the job. Yeah. Yes, you will get upset if you are performing and that opportunity is taken from you. You're going to get upset. But I don't see Jimmy right now freaking out, worried about that next guy because he knows Jimmy. Like as I said, he's had the training. He knows that there is nothing the backup can do if he performs. He's going to be given first opportunity to perform. And if he performs, they're not going to mess with him. You are not, if Jimmy is out there dealing, they're not just going to take him off the field just because. They're just not going to do it if they're winning. Because the rest of the team is going to be like, why is Jimmy sitting down? You can't sit down, you can't sit down a proven guy who's playing and getting it done for potential when you're winning you can't do it or just because your buddies with them you, you can't do it you're gonna, you'll lose the locker room <laughs> you'll lose the locker room you, right? which you'll may, lose the, it, it, which but, may well, or may you, not be happening in jacksonville as we speak i, I digress well, <laughs> well, well you you can you can do it you well see okay so we can go to tim tebow i don't have a problem with tim tebow <laughs> why why I, I see this this is a everybody's freaking out over tim tebow getting the opportunity how many other guys and I'm going to say how many black guys have not made it, have continued to work out, and then finally get a chance, and we don't even talk about it. We talk about it because it's Tim Tebow. He He's a high-profile player. Um, he's one of the best um, college players to ever play. He got, he got in a little earlier. Tim Tebow was never a great pocket pass and all this stuff, but all the read options and everything that they're doing now, at the quarterback position, that's what he made famous when he was in college. Tim 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 Tebow is one is on the list of all time greatest college players. He wasn't a good NFL quarterback. He's not trying to play quarterback. They they tried him out. So how many other guys? I, I mean, Tim. The, I went to Jacksonville State University. The, my tight end from Jacksonville State University signed a free agent contract. He's getting the opportunity to go in and to camp and show that he can play um, football in the NFL. He's doing the same thing Tim Tebow is doing. He has an opportunity to show that he can play tight end. 
Why would I be mad? Why would I? So, so I, I don't, and if the guys are in the locker room are worried about that and they think that's an issue, then I, I'm, I get it. And I also say that has nothing to do with cap. It has nothing to do with it. We all know why cap's not playing. We all know. But so I, I, I and, and I mean the frustration and all this stuff can be there, but we know why Cap. We know why Cap lost his opportunity in the NFL. We know why Cap will not be given an opportunity in the NFL. And I and I and I'm on record, and I'll say it again right now. I'm not even sure if Cap wants to be in the NFL right now. I don't, I don't even know if he wants to. Everyone, everybody else is fighting that fight. But um, yeah, I've, I've I've heard I've heard I've heard I've heard you say that before. Um, the Tebow thing is just is just fascinating because it's it's uh it's I mean one it came out of the it's, blue two it's 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 a whole new position three obviously we know the relationship there between him and and, and Urban Meyer and of then, course and it, but can it, I tell you something now no no one gets in the NFL nobody 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 gets a job in the NFL unless they like you period you you don't you don't you know, there there is no there is no um, message board that you can sign up for or all these things. <laughs> every every job in the NFL, you get the you get the job because they like you. I literally, you know, I'm back in Alabama with my family. I literally just got up before we started this. I got up um, out of the chair with my athletic director at my school, and I was talking to him about some things, and we were talking about the hiring process for the coaches. And I was like, you know, what do you look for? What do you do? All these things, blah, blah, blah. Some things that I'm doing for, for, you, you know, um, my, 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 um, my side hustle athlete brand guard that I need you guys to check out athletebrandguard.com. Go check it out. It, it, trust me. It's good for you, for your, for your programs, um, for your kids, for parents and everything else. People want to get in media, all these things. But I asked him like, what is it you look for? Um, can I tell you the first thing he said, he said, I want to know if I like you, number one. Uh. I want to know if I, he said, because I'm going to have to work with you. I want to know what type of person you are. So that's, the, that, and that's, that's football. No, no one is going to give you an opportunity unless you like, they like you. So if that, so with Tim Tebow getting an opportunity with someone that likes him, that says, I've seen you play the game. I know how you play the game. I know what type of person you are. I know what I'm trying to do. I'm going to give you an opportunity to see if you can do it. And it's not even at the quarterback position. I'm going to give you a chance to see. I tried you out. I want to see if you can compete at it. I don't, what's wrong with that? Uh, I mean, you put it that way. I, I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um I, I there's just some interesting points. Um Ryan Clark had brought up some interesting points that in terms of, you know, Urban losing the locker room and his decision making and, and he kinda went back to the hiring of the strength coach and, and things of that nature and how um it's it's been his 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 decision making or in terms of like people that he he's brought in has has been uh, a little questionable. Um, uh, well, I, you know what? All of that I get. All of that I understand. I hear what you're saying right there. Um, but also, no, Urban, look, first time, NFL, is different. So we're, we're going to see how it plays. So as far as, as that's a completely different thing, his hiring process and, and his decision-making and how he wants to run it, he's going to have to learn. We saw Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly couldn't do squat in the NFL. 
He's a very good college coach. It's completely different. Um, Nick Saban is a much better college coach than he was NFL coach. Not that he was a bad one, but he's a much better one. Uh, so it, 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 it's very difficult. Pete Carroll told me his first opportunity as, as a head coach, um, he didn't he didn't get it, and he had to go back to college to to define and refine what it is he wanted to do. Um, so it's a different thing. So that's if you're looking at what is happening from the hiring standpoint from the head coach, that's different. But I can't use that to say that Tim Tebow doesn't deserve an opportunity to play because the NFL that you can't hide the NFL. If he's no good, he won't make the team. Yeah. 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 And if he does make the team and he's not good enough, then he won't be able to, to perform on the field, just like he was in the NFL. If, if you're no good, it's going to show up. You can't hide in the NFL. So, so everybody's freaking out over it. I'm like, it's, he's not taking anything from anybody. Um, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. When uh, we get back to, to, to Trey, um, so this was something that was intriguing to me. We talked about this leading up to the draft, and and he sort of clarified it a little bit. But actually, it, it, it to me, it goes deeper than what I thought it was initially. Um, so Trey Lance had been working out with uh, his quarterback coach, um, Quincy Avery, right? And then okay. he thought maybe he he needed to change some stuff around in, in terms of, you know, improving his footwork and shifting his weight while throwing this, that, and the other. And so John Beck, who had been working with Zach Wilson and Justin Fields uh, out here in California, um, is someone who actually played for Kyle, right? And so they have a relationship there. And so when, when Lance's second pro day came around, it was actually Beck who kind of ran the pro day. And so I, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, that was interesting. Um, but – uh, Trey says he he says I reached out to John and he was more than happy to train me. I was super excited just to have the opportunity. For me, it was just about continuing to get outside uh, my comfort zone. Um, how I found this and before Trey even said all this, even in the pre-draft process, I found it incredibly interesting that he would just sort of just change switch coaches like that, like in the middle of his of his pre-draft process. Um, do you like like how how did how, how did you how did how did you see this whole thing in, in, um, in terms of him in terms of him changing guys because I, I I feel like if you have a guy like that's your guy right now um it, it to me it just seems like I don't know maybe may, maybe a a forty nine er birdie maybe whispered in his ear or something and 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 and, and, and kind of led him to Beck. And, Could be. And and, Could and, be. and this is what happened and, and you know and, and and that's the that's the route he took. Um what 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 do you what do you make of it? Um could be, but remember when you're you're gonna learn new techniques, you're gonna start doing different things as a player anyway. So so you know how I try to relate a lot of these things to what I was doing. So I I, I played in college, played in a small school like Trey. So there are things that you don't do. There are a lot of times there are things that um the way the game is played and, and the expectations of it aren't gonna be Close to it. As a matter of fact, most colleges don't do what the NFL players do. So you have so much to learn. So um, coming out, I had guys show me like this is how you do things um, from a pro standpoint. This is how I was taught to do it. This is so different footwork, the way you break on routes, the way you turn, um, the way you backpedal, 
your stance, all, all, all there are little subtle things that they want you to do differently. You listen and you start training. You start doing those things. You start working on those things because it's going to be, it's, it's something new. And someone's telling you, this is something that you're going to need to work on. Um, if your previous coach, and, and so my previous coach had taught me to do things a certain way. I go to combine, I come back. Now I'm seeing guys are saying, try to do it this way. Do it. That. You start listening to those other guys. You already know how to do it the old way. <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need to learn the old way. I know the old way. So it's not, I don't see it being unusual for him to go to another guy that says, this is, let me work with this guy. And could could it have been a birdie from the 49ers that got in his ear and say, hey, why don't you work with this guy? Possibly. Um, and it worked out, if so. Because he was working with someone that, that knew what Kyle likes to see, understand, has had Kyle's voice in his ear. And he was like, let me show you some of the things that I think he's going to look at. Obviously, those things he was able to transcribe those things into his game, which is what a coach wants to see. So, I, 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 but it's, that's normal to me and that you're, you're going to use different guys. Um, Rit, like, even, Rit, like even, even, even quarterbacks. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I, it, it was, yes. it was new to me. Like I, I, I never heard like, and, and it, it, to me, it goes deeper than what I thought it was initially. Like I thought it was just like, okay, look, Beck's going to come in and run your pro day. But, in actuality, it was like no, like Beck's, like Beck's gonna be my new guy for now. Like he's gonna train me. Like I'm leaving my old guy for this guy, and he's gonna train me. You know, sort of leading up to this, up to this pro day. Um, and that's and I don't, and I don't know I, I, if yeah. he went back to his old guy or not. Like I don't know what that relationship is. Um, now he didn't, he didn't dive into that in the in 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 the article, but um. For me, like I, I, it, it went deeper than I thought it was initially. Like I already thought it was a little bit strange that Beck was going to come in there and, and run the pro day, considering he had been working with Fields and 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 all these other guys, you know, prior to and, and Lance had his own guy. Um, but so I, I already already thought that was was a little interesting. But to see that it actually went a little bit deeper than that um, was was somewhat uh, somewhat shocking to me. But look, I mean, it all. It all yeah, worked it all out, worked right? Out. I mean, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I don't see, I don't see that as strange. I, I, guys do that. I mean, guys are going to switch up with people until you find someone that that is working, and especially coming out of college. Like I say, you don't know what you don't know. So, <laughs> switching switching guys, especially if you switch with someone, and then it, it, it makes sense. Because, like I said, I, I I remember the first guy that showed me some some NFL techniques, and I was like, oh, that makes like that's completely different, and it was. And so I started doing what they were doing, and then I got to another coach when he worked me out, and he was like, "Okay, do it this way." Um, I remember when the when the when the DB coach from San Diego worked me out, he wanted me to do things a certain way. But how much the, the of, of coach, this is how much of this is is like because like, I, I thought some of this stuff was tied to the agents, right? Like, you're like your agent hooks you up with a particular different, training different, company or or, or what, um, right? Well, that could be that could be, but also remember these guys are coming out, but remember the agent works with you, but the agent may also be working with that particular training company. So they may have their own deal going on with that. Ultimately as a player, when you're, when you are a youngster and you're coming out, if your agent deals with a certain training place, because we all know that's a thing now, then that may be the group that you deal with. But as you start to develop and you start to do things, you may say, there's not a, there's, 
it could be as simple as a personality fit. Like I don't like this dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way this dude. I don't like the way this dude talks to me. This ain't working. I don't like. Me. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like the way his hair is cut. I don't like the way his breath smells. It doesn't work. I yeah. don't have to deal with you because I'm paying for this. I'm this isn't free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm paying for it. So I don't want to work with you. So so the switching of those things is different. Now, if I feel comfortable, I may continue to work with you. So that's 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 how. So like I'm saying, all of that is not it's not shocking to me that any of it would change, um, especially when you are in a situation where it's uh, it's all new and you are really you're really preparing for the test. You're prepping for the test. You know you know exactly what the test is going to be. You are designing the test yourself. So all I have to do is this is the best way to get a good grade on the test. It's not playing football, okay? Like I said, you, you're running around in your pajamas. You're not playing football. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a skills test. That's what pre-draft stuff is. It's nothing but a skills test. Can, how far can you throw the ball? How, you know, how accurate? What's your footwork? It's all the things. They're dance steps. The same way the guy told me when I was coming out with my backpelling and, and the footwork, breaking on routes and all those things. See, you know, I'm like, you can dance, right? Okay, here's the step. Learn this dance step. One, two, three, four, five, six. You learn these steps. And it's the same with your footwork for a quarterback. There's a certain movement that you learn you work on. So um, switching it up, no, I, I don't find any of that um, particularly crazy. It's just fine. It's just fine in a mix. Um, and what he did, it worked out for him to get drafted. And, and, and like I say, I think I personally think it's the best case scenario for all involved. For all involved, it's the best case for ownership. It's the best case for um, the GM. It's the best case for the head coach, and it's also best case scenario for the two quarterbacks. It really is. Yeah, and 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 Jed York sort of echoing, you know, what, what you said. What, what we've been saying here on this pod for what, what you've been saying here on the pod for the last, I don't know, a couple of weeks or so. Um, that you know he 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 plans on Jimmy G being here for the duration uh of his contract and so um you know if if and, and he said you basically if Lance doesn't play Lance is what 20 now just turned 20 around right if 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 he doesn't play till he's 23 then you know so be it you know if Jimmy G goes out there and and leads the team to a Super Bowl and I mean what 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 qualms should the organization have with that um yeah exactly so, yeah <laughs> um so yeah no I mean that that's that that just kind of echoes sort of which what, what you've been saying uh you know for the past couple of weeks leading up to the draft and then obviously after the draft uh York said this in the statement um uh I don't not a statement it may have been an interview uh last week um so yeah that 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 uh that uh that 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 article um kind of went through there. Uh, sh- uh, sh- kudos to Adamaya um putting that together. He was able to get a one on one there with, with Trey Lance and, and Lance having some interesting things to say. Um, and so uh, yeah, I mean, well, it it's uh, it, it's I mean, it starts now, right? I mean, the 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 process obviously for for Trey Lance and and you know sort of you know getting him up to speed and um, but you know we'll 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 see how all this all this stuff shakes out and and even how you know if, if the offense sort of uh, evolves a little bit too, you know, with, with him under center. But I mean, who knows? In a, in a perfect world, I mean, I think you got your guy in Jimmy G, and 
and he's successful and, and, and we don't see Lance for, you know, a, a couple of years here. Um, at least that's the way uh, Jay York put it. And so I don't have any qualms with that either. I mean, if that means a Super Bowl, then, hey, why not? You know, and then, and then obviously you still got your quarterback of the future. So uh, that's that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Um, if there's a like button on your particular podcast subscription, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, you always feel free to hit us up on social media at Twitter. I'm at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore bump and run. Uh, so for my partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.